Well, good morning. For those of you who may not know me, my name is Joy Tinsley, and I recognize all of you. I welcome you this morning. Um, So thank you for being here this morning. Well, let us go to the Lord for a word of prayer. Dear Father God in heaven, you are great and mighty and awesome, and you have requirements of us. And one of those requirements that you really want us to believe in our hearts and do faithfully is praise you. And we have been shown so many times in the scriptures how your servants praise you. So as we enter today in a service of song and praise, please bring your Holy Spirit to us and fill our hearts with the true joy of Jesus Christ and the true love of you. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good morning. Please join me in our prayer for guidance. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you say to us today. Amen. I'm reading from Psalms 22, verses 22 through 25. I will declare your name to my people. In the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. From you comes the theme of my praise with the great assembly. Before those who fear you, I will fulfill my vows. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So, Jack Hayford, he's really organized and he makes everything beautiful. I write my sermons like this. (laughs) But there again... God calls different people for different reasons. Amen, Carol Bridge? (laughs) And we do different things. So I want to just talk to you about God's choir. And, you know, we, we think of God's choir how. I, when I hear God's choir, I think about those beautiful angels in heaven and their and they're floating, and they have perfect tone, and and they're all singing together, and their harmonies are close and beautiful and perfect, and God is beaming, and they are just praising in this utmost fabulous worship that really is totally beyond us, what we can do. And that's what I think when I really think about God's choir. But God... He doesn't really think that way because all through the scriptures, all through the scriptures, through the Psalms, well, you know, he chose David as his servant, right? And the word Psalms means songs, right? We learned that when we're itty-bitty. And so God is commanding us through David to praise, to sing, to use musical instruments, 
He is, he is leading us along. He is telling us he needs that communion. He wants that communion. He wants that praise. And so, David, it doesn't matter if he's out on the hillside. He's praising God. If he has an instrument, a lair, he plays that. When he's among people, he leads them in worship through songs and psalms, poetry, if you will. And so it is instruction for us that we too are to praise God. Now I know that some of my best times of praise are when I'm by myself. And I know it is so for you too, right? There's no better time when you get up in the morning and the sun is coming up and you've got that cup of coffee or orange juice or whatever and you're, you're reading a little bit of scripture and you're in prayer and it's all, it's glowing and it's glorious and it's fabulous and in your heart and in your mind you're pouring out to God, are you not? You pour out your happiness. You are grateful and you are thankful for the simple things in life. Every time I see a deer, Live, alive. <laughs> I thank God. I think they're the most beautiful, I talk, gracious creatures. I talk about it all the time. I'm on the phone with my friends and I'm going, oh, there's one in the field. Oh, now there's two. Right, Pat? Here come the babies. Oh my gosh, the babies. Love the babies, right? Every time there's a, a baby born, speaking of that, in our family, and we have a big family, and we have pretty much a continuous onflow of little baby. It doesn't matter. Every time I hold that baby, every time I hear that baby cry or watch that baby smile, I am overcome with such awesome joy. I am happy. I'm out of my skin. And I may not say a word, but in my heart and in my mind, I'm thanking God. I'm thanking Jesus. Right? Are you that way? Do you do that? (laughs) I think we all do. And in our sorrows, in our darkest moments. And we've had some dark moments. We just lost as a family. Gene May and I just lost as as a family member. Uh, Jeremy, 41, unexpected. Outside tinkered around with his car parts and things one minute. And with Jesus the next, happened just like that. I see people sitting out in front of me today who have joined in similar experiences. Who do you go to? Who do you go to in those moments of distress and sorrow? I'll tell you who we go to. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear Jesus. Oh, Father. And yet in the same breath, we're praising, are we not? We're communing. Help me. Help me get through this. And does he? Always he does. Always he does. And it's praise. It's communion. And that's what God wants. God's choir is full of love. We must love God, we must love Jesus, our fellow mankind, and we must be filled with the Holy Spirit. And we don't talk about the Holy Spirit very much because that's we're fearful of it. It's something that isn't tangible. We can't wrap our hands around it, you know. We're afraid of it, but we know it's there, we know it's true, and that's what we need to be filled with.
the praise and joy in your heart, the melancholy moments, they're all a song and reach the ears of God. And that's just what he wants. Communion with us through praise. As a young girl, can't believe I'm Bob. I'm looking at my watch. <laughs> Lydia, you tell Bob I was looking at my watch. <laughs> As a young girl, I, I wondered where I might fit in. in. In this congregation, actually. Grew up in this church. Was baptized in this church. But early on, I, 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 I didn't know where I might fit in. You know? So I used to talk to God about that a lot. What can I do? Because you know the preachers, they want you to be a participant. Right? They want you to get up out of those pews and, and do something. But I didn't really know what I could do. Well, Mom, she, she was giving me piano lessons. She was sending me to, to have piano lessons. So as time went on... You know, I felt like, well, maybe that's something I can do. And then when I got to be about 12, um, I don't know how many of you know her, but Doris Thompson. <laughs> Doris Thompson. Doris Thompson went around, and there were many of us who were about 12 and, and 13, and she gathered all the girls. She couldn't do much with the boys, but she got all the girls who were 12 and 13 and put them in the choir. Uh, they did not ask us. <laughs> no. They put us in the choir. They told us when we would be here and what we would do, and then all the little ladies in the choir, rest assured, made sure we did that. And we were the choir. So, little by little, the music is, you know, beginning to give me a place, a way to serve, a way to be part of the church body. And as my life went on, it was church choir and playing the piano, and then it was school choir and musicals and plays, and then it, and it was little groups, had a little country group, and... Uh, um, uh, Vicki Alexander, I don't know if you all remember her and uh, some of us. And actually, we got pretty good. We went to Richmond and, and um, videoed for a, a little country show there and got our picture and names in the paper, and we thought we were going to Hollywood the following day. <laughs> Private voice lessons. I... How many of you knew I studied classical music and opera? Yeah. Understand it, love it, listen to it all the time. Would rather sing Joy Down in My Heart. <laughs> but that's just me. And so God gave me a way to fit in. He gave me a little bit of talent and a whole lot of chutzpah, so they say and a way to fit into his greater plan, into his greater choir. He gave me a way, and I've always said, to love you. To love you. And to love you. And to have you be part of my life. And in return, we're part of 
his praise and joy and honor. Amen? So let me just finish up. God's choir. I will declare your name to my brethren in the midst of the congregation. I will praise you. God inhabits the praises of Israel, the gatherings of his people. The drama of worship is too grand a production to be produced by believers in lonely isolation from one another. So David worships on the hillsides alone, but also says, I will declare your name to my brethren in the midst of the congregation. I will praise you. Just as the church choir is composed of multiple voices, so every one of the diverse gifts in the congregation is essential for worship. You may not be gifted as a soprano, an alto, tenor, or bass, but you are gifted. And your gift is needed in God's choir. Amen. Let us bow for prayer. Dear Father God in heaven, keep us singing everywhere we go. Let your light shine through us in such a way that no one will have to guess who we live for, what we live for, and who we believe in. And, oh, Lord, Father God, thank you for the gift of praise, the sounds of music. In the name of Jesus, amen.